1: All right, Dan, anything else about the staff before I ask you a couple of questions and takeaways about the playoff weekend?
0: No, the playoff weekend was fascinating <laughs> on a lot of levels. Those were four um, entertaining football games in, in different ways. And so I'm happy to pivot and go in that direction because that was that was a cool weekend of playoff football. Looks like it's fun, David, to to, to be a part of playoff. Uh,
1: yeah, what, was that, what would that be like? I mean, Patrick Mahomes has 13 playoff victories and it's been 13 years since the Bears have had their last one. Um, when you look at the Lions, and it was three years ago uh today that we were making fun of Dan Campbell because three years ago on Sunday was his introductory press conference where he's talking about biting kneecaps and setting a tone and establishing a culture. But that's exactly what he did. He established a culture, and when you see what he did, you understand what coaches are talking about. This is who the Lions were always supposed to be under Dan Campbell and sort of the power of his passion is the reason why they have a chance to play in the Super Bowl this year. So I ask you this. When you see what they have done, they went 12 games in his first two seasons. They were 12-5 and five this season. And I just wonder, you want to see – do you look at that as, okay, there's the example of what the Bears can point to next year as a realistic goal, uh, and you want to set your standards high. Or do you look at it as like, boy – this NFC North is become the, becoming the toughest division in football, and there's no way the Bears are even close to competing with the Lions. And then look at the Packers. So whoa, I hate watching this. Which is it?
0: Probably somewhere in the middle. I, you know, I, I think it's really easy to be a prisoner of the moment and seeing teams get hot at the right times. I'm just, I still have some, you know, the, the the Green Bay Packers got better, and they were very good in stretches down the the. the stretch of the season. Uh, Jordan Love had a, a really, really good season, much better than I expected, uh, but I just need to see some of that sustained before I believe that the Packers are still going to be an every year um, playoff team. I just I need to see more, and that's that's fine if, if others want to go there first. The Lions give you a lot to model yourself after. Um, it's going to be different because you used a good phrase there, the power of passion with Dan Campbell, because that is the fuel. And a few weeks ago when i would put a uh, chicago tribune on the chicago financial pieces with within whoever it is it, this was under the assumption of maddie before were to get fired which direction would you lean well every coach in this league has a, a reported superpower and the advice of this person was if you have one of those people when you sit down in a room with a coaching candidate you better be able to walk out of that room just completely hypnotized by their superpower with a mike mcdaniel for example a guy has got a reputation around as being one of the most brilliant minds in the sport so if you sit down with mike mcdaniel and talk to him for a while you better walk out of that room being like whoa i just thought about 15 things that i never thought about in the sport of football because this guy's intellect and football wisdom just came across well with dan campbell it's it's the power of passion it's that it's that belief and buy-in fueled energy that he created on day one with that introductory press conference that you mentioned And, and it left people in detroit Feeling like okay, you know, there's something here. And as much as he got lampooned in the early going for being kind of meatheady and and caricatured of, of of the football guy, everyone in that building fed off that passion, and it's been fuel for two and a half years. That's now led them to the the, the doorstep of the Super Bowl with a uh, obviously a very challenging game in San Francisco uh, on Championship Weekend. Um, but that you, you're not going to. Replicate that with Matty Berflus, right? Like, like, like Dan Campbell did something in Detroit that Matty Berflus is not going to be able to do with his passion, but. Whatever Matt does at the highest level, he has found a way to get this football team to improve. He's got this football team to bond together. And Matt's own words are, are kind of it's that 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 buy in process of creating glue within a team. So when times get rough, it doesn't splinter. And so if you can build on that and then take the talent and the playmaking ability that you need to go from the middle tier to the upper tier, maybe you can climb that staircase next year.
1: What is that superpower for Matt Eberflos? What is his I, I, biggest selling point?
0: It's, I mean, it's a great question, but I think it's what I just mentioned. I think what he prides himself on is, is, is creating that, that unbreakable bond within a team. You know, and so when you do start a season 0 and 4, and you do have uh, major turbulence, and you have blown leads and blowout losses, and coaches who leave the building, and every reason for things to cave in, you've heard Ryan Poles mention it on numerous occasions that 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 Matt has stayed steady and kept it all. Uh, the boat hasn't capsized, you know, and and so maybe that is it. Maybe that's that's the superpower that that he is going to have to lean into uh, and bring out to the highest level to get things going um, this league's crazy. I mean, y- you know, there's no reason that the bears can't dream of playing in the playoffs next year. There's no reason they can't dream of winning a playoff game next year, but still a lot of things have to go right. Um, and to your point, now the lions are in your way in a division that seemed like it was going to open up when Aaron Rogers left. And now all of a sudden it's like, Whoa, there's, Obstacles on this up course than we thought.
1: So the other question I had pertains to the AFC, and when you watch the Ravens, I talked about this going into the playoffs, and I'm sure we're going to be talking about this coming out because it doesn't look like the Ravens have any business or planning to lose at home, even as those to the Chiefs. That'll be a good to game to watch. They might, but Lamar Jackson, 150 uh, plus passing yards, 100 yards rushing. Two touchdowns running, two touchdowns passing. In the ideal world, when you maximize the potential of a Justin Fields, stylistically, he's similar to Lamar Jackson. Are there differences? Of course, there are differences. Lamar Jackson has an MVP, he's got a head coach that's been there forever. He's got an infrastructure and an offensive line and all the things that maybe Justin Fields lacks in terms of a team around him. But I wonder. The more success the Ravens have in the postseason, like they did on Saturday with Lamar Jackson leading the way, how much does that reinforce the argument or change or affect the debate in Chicago for those who believe as much as they do in Justin Fields?
0: Yeah, I I, I don't even find this as a startable argument because the level of accomplishment is just a, it's just it's two different tiers of quarterbacks here. Like Lamar Jackson has accomplished you know he's through seven or eight checkpoints that that Justin hasn't even reached yet, and so I struggle with it. I understand the stylistic comparison here, Um, but it's just really easy to 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 think
1: these two players
0: are well, are, are how many are times identical.
1: how many times have we watched the Bears in 2023 and 2022 and somebody come out of it after an escape? A third and long, a gain of twenty two or a gain of eleven, and say, you know, there's only one other quarterback in the NFL who can do what Justin Field just did. I agree, but 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 so so the flashes are similar. The week in, week
0: out, game in, game out production isn't similar. And you can go through any metric and look at it and go, Oh, it, it may it may seem like it's a uh, 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 apt comparison, but when you look at a huge body of work, it's just not. I, I, it wouldn't, it wouldn't sell me on like, oh, you know, Lamar's going to the Super Bowl, so that that's the reason we need to stay with Justin. If if you want to stay with Justin, you have to convince yourself that Justin can be a high level quarterback in this league, and through three seasons, he hasn't been. He's had flashes that show great potential. He's had flashes that show um, talent and and explosive playability that is truly breathtaking, but it, it's none of it's been consistent the field's been missing some of the you know I, we can do this on another episode because i put forth and we may have gone over this in a podcast in in september you know a dozen goals for justin fields in the 2023 season that would have been signs of major progress and i i updated them this week um to see where he finished and there's a lot of them they didn't reach and, and and they're not again they weren't the pie in the sky goals and so i don't know i i i I'm just not there yet, particularly if you want to go to the other team in the AFC and you, you think that the, the true goal here is to get yourself a guy like Patrick Mahomes, who even in a down year wins a division championship and pushes you in t- to the championship game every single year. Like, that's the dream.
1: I'm, I'm team. I'm, I haven't changed my stance. I still think they've got to go after the, the Patrick Mahomes clone, the one thing closest to him and Caleb Williams. But mark this pod. If, and these are big ifs, you have to qualify. If the Bears somehow convince themselves or find something about Caleb Williams that, that compels yeah. them to stick with Justin Fields and the Ravens get to the Super Bowl, I guarantee the first time we asked the Bears at a press conference, why did you do that? What do you see in Justin Fields? What does the ceiling look like? They're going to reference what Lamar Jackson did with the Ravens and how you can win with that style of quarterback. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, I don't know why this is such a big leap for people to make. I mean, it's it's because it's because the two
0: quarterbacks, they're not, they're not, they're not comparable. They're just not. They're not comparable at this point. And you like, I, I saw something. This is a, a bit of a tangent, but there was a something on Twitter today. Patrick Mahomes' playoff record now is thirteen and three. Okay, so that that's under the old traditional sixteen game format. That's a, a full season. He's thirteen and three in the postseason. And somebody had tweeted out his sixteen game postseason statistics, comped up against the 16 game statistics for the last non Patrick Mahomes MVP quarterbacks in the league. And they were essentially the same statistics. And it was like playoff Mahomes is a regular season MVP in the league, which is crazy to think about. You're playing only good teams. You're playing high stakes, high pressure games. Um, that's a little bit of a tangent from what you were talking about, but it's partially related because it's just, you know, like that, that's, that's where the Caleb Williams attraction becomes so intoxicating, right? Because you're like, Oh my God, like we don't even need everything to go right because the belief factor that that guy creates by being an all world playmaker, it just takes you deep into January every single year. And the whole goal of all of this is to be able to have sustainable success four five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. And and the Chiefs obviously have 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 found that with, with Patrick in, in a major way.